Hey, <laughs> turn me up, y'all. <laughs> we here? Yeah. Yeah. But guess yeah. what, y'all? <laughs> We're at episode 15. 15! <laughs> we here, y'all. Made over there to hump. Yeah. We sitting up here just trying to do something different. Um, I know it says like episode 20 or something, I guess, but it's actually 15 different episodes for us, so we're actually yeah. dope hype about this. Um, it's a celebration, bitches! <laughs> <laughs> so with this, we want to do something different. We wanted to talk, bring in the producers. Yeah. Yeah. So with that... Let's go ahead and introduce everybody. Go ahead. You know, looking at me, I, I know I ain't that cute, but damn. <laughs> Hi, I'm Keila. Yeah, yeah. Hi, I'm Yanni. Yanni. Hey, you know what? Just for background purposes, we got to get the, the woman behind the man that makes the man the man. Come on over here. Just say hello to everybody. Hey, baby. Hello, everyone. I'm, Yan- I'm Yaya. Yes. <laughs> I'm Yanni. <laughs> Y'all met Yaya That's before. my rib. That's his rib tips. <laughs> oh, dark shining light. She's the light in the, the light. dark. Right, right, right. So, you know, this is darkness, everybody. I got to get that. You know what? <laughs> I'm jealous of all y'all. All these like, nice complimentary names. I ain't got one. But it's okay. You got yams. No, she called Can him. Can I get to the yams? Yeah. Sweet yams. <laughs> <laughs> it was talking about me. Anywho, but um, this is episode 15 for us. So what we just wanted to do was have a conversation. I don't know. That's, that's, who got the music going? Is that music going? I was dancing. Oh, yeah, we're dancing to the beat. <laughs> you know, we could have did an applause or something because we're at episode 15, so... Yeah. yeah, we out here trying to make this stuff going. So thank y'all very much for allowing us to be here. Ding, 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 ding. Um, yes, it, it, it's a lot going. This we just didn't know that, but um, we're gonna kick it here for a few moments, and I hope you all roll with us for this whole conversation because I don't know where this is going. That is a dis- <laughs> Tim. Get a disclaimer again. <laughs> hey, the, the the opinions of these niggas. <laughs> <It's> not, it's, <laughs> This is not representing us. Look, look, look. We we just gonna have fun with this, man. Like, I, we really wanted y'all to see the people we we'll see. So y'all to hear the people that was behind yeah. us. See. <laughs> hear the people that we see. You'll see us one day. But. Look, they, these are the folks that help make it happen, Captain. Uh, <laughs> Captain Hook. You know they keep us on point and keep us up to date because I just would have been like 1970s. We would have had a Reedy Graybo. <laughs> right, right, right. That's not so bad, though. Yeah, you know, see bad. how off I am? It came back. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, nah, to keep us up to date, make sure everything is relevant. And, you know, everything that we're not thinking about, they're thinking about. That's what they say behind every good man is even gooder. <laughs> right. So now you're sometimes behind, sometimes in, in beside, and quite often nowadays, right in, front in front of front us. Of front. Right. <laughs> right in front of us. So, with that, we have two beautiful black women who are working with us, and mm-hmm. let's talk some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is ladies night. Hey, and the price is right now. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, nah. So many copyrights to clear. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, window. No, but what, what, you know, I, I want to talk about some of the stuff around the city because for all y'all, we're, we're from Atlanta. Yeah. 
Yeah. We we from here. We from around these parts. We was we was raised here. We was born. You know, we we was we was grown. Uh, some of y'all, yeah, I was actually right. Right, west side, no east side. You know what I'm I was a nomad. I was all over the place. <laughs> but we from around here, and we just since now it's popping. See, we we was here before it was popular. You just mm-hmm. heard it in the songs like, oh Atlanta, yeah, the way everybody was coming from yes, that y'all didn't know yes. about. Yep. But like you know, I just want to discuss uh, if you're thinking about coming here. There's a few disclaimers that you can know. Don't. About. Sheila shaking yeah. her head. Like, no, <laughs> no we, we, we're a very welcoming city. Leave your bullshit <laughs> where you got it. And sometimes the bullshit is you. So if you, right, if right, you some right. bullshit, stay where you stay at. Where you at. <laughs> Don't go up your own city. Stop coming out here tearing up our stuff and messing up our things. It means a lot to us. Y'all coming out here tearing up CNN Center, downtown Atlanta, underground, messing up literally. Everything. You so, talk crap about it in the same breath. Atlanta sucks. <laughs> then go back home. Go back home. So it's crazy though. And it, man, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to say how to formulate this in my head. Say it right, but uh-uh, uh-uh. It, it ain't Yusuf. If it's not Yusuf, if it's not right. So <laughs> if, it, if it is right, so um, Yusuf, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I remember growing up for us, like Buckhead was just like the upper echelon. The upper echelon is that too, but it was just like. Don't do none of that bush there. Yeah. You just knew. Yeah. You knew the, You go, once you pass, uh, <laughs> what is that, the, the 75, 85 split? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even before you hit 400, that 75, 85 split, stop. Mm. All that BS, just, just stop it. Just yep. bring it right back down. And then it got gradually worse the southern, the, the more south you went. It's yeah. wild. It's very wild. But mm-hmm. 20 was like, all right, well, if you're on the west side of 20, some foolishness on the east side of 20. Decatur, you be all right. But you go south right. below that hitting Clayton County, Riverdale, no holes barred. You can make it happen. Yep, run, but, nigga, run. <laughs> <laughs> to Victor Hill showed up and said it's the new sheriff in town. Oh, yeah. So, but it's just wild. You're talking about the Atlanta, old Atlanta, new Atlanta. It's just, you're right, man. It's just the things that we used to do and you coming down here bringing your madness to the, our city. Like, come on. Like Keila just said. Downtown, hey bro, we came out here to party. Underground, gold mine, yeah, uh, gold rush, gold rush. What is it? No rush. Oh, she was, she was, uh, she was, uh, she was out there. there. <laughs> right? It was gold. Go, go talking about the gold outside. mine was the the video arcade. Yeah, yeah. she talking about the strip club. Underground. Strip club. Yeah. See, look yeah. at her. Gold rush. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I got you know, a pot. Strip club underground. No, 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 no. We talking about the the you 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 talking about going oh oh no oh on uh Metropolitan. Yeah, so y'all, hey. Oh, y'all done yeah. gold in the house. Yeah. I think it was the whole neighborhood. <laughs> you talking about the gold room. See, y'all. Oh, I yeah. almost been to the gold room. See, I'm yeah. telling them. Myself. Right, y'all telling My it. wife is right here. <laughs> I'm <laughs> telling y'all mamas. <laughs> they were skipping school. Love. Going to the gold rush. Love, love, love. The other day, my homeboy literally wrote online, he said, Buckhead is scary now. Oh, yeah. He said, Buckhead is scary now. Yeah, and that's because. like, mm, what? Well, you know, a lot of people who uh, moved to Atlanta, they hear about all of the famous areas. And so you got people who are coming from everywhere and then bringing wherever they came from to Atlanta. And so they don't know the etiquette of Atlanta. They don't know. They just go into what they heard about. And so when you got somebody coming from the hood and they're, oh, I want to go to Buckhead. Buckhead. And, and, you know, they, they, they just know how to get bucked. <laughs> so, yeah. Nuck if you buck, buck, yeah. buck, buck. <laughs> But uh, you know that that's the nature of the beast. Like it, it's getting real crazy now. But yeah. 
you know, welcome it to Atlanta. What Every players night. play. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's funny welcome because to Atlanta, indeed. We're Keela, some you actually posted something that was so funny. Is that uh, everybody is coming to Atlanta, but Atlanta is gone. Right. Yeah. They yeah, coming from old Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Old Atlanta was gone in 2005. Yeah. You guys killed it. Yeah. When I graduated high school, that's when mm-hmm. all old Atlanta, that's when they started closing the, the clubs in Buckhead. That was like the you fun spot. You made it just in time to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> 112 is now Bank of America. You know, I mean, this, oh, the wow. this is crazy. The Visions Nightclub. That oh, start, I didn't say started because it was a bunch. Five five nine started everything. Yo, five five nine. But I did get to go to five five nine one time. I, I never went. I lived around the corner from him. You still never went. Enjoy it. But you said five five nine. Right, you a little bit too young for that one. See, you yeah. problem right there. What? No, I was, I was Visions nightclub. I mean, I was there the night that, every, that the infamous night when Jeezy showed up. Yeah. With um, when he his album dropped, and him and Michi showed up, and they showed up a hundred deep. In a caravan of Bentleys and black cars and uh and and, and uh what was that a stagecoach bus? I was dead at night. See, I wasn't cool enough. <laughs> but you want to know what has stood the test of time? Which What's one? That? Magic City. Yes, it has. Oh, Magic City and Blue Flame. They ain't going yep. nowhere. Nope. Yeah, they ain't going nowhere. Pinups. 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 Everybody think about pinups. I ain't yeah, pin ups. I've had the best. Strip club experiences at, at pinups. Strokers. I'm a good child. I've never been to these places. Strokers. I went with Tim. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm naming all these clubs. I've never been either. Oh, man. Well, let I us teach you. I'm square, man. I went with Tim and I. He crew. said, when the student when the student's yeah. ready, the yeah. teacher will appear. <laughs> the teacher will appear. <laughs> the teacher is the, appearing. The strippers on the south side make you get up and leave. Tim got up and, and gave me his lap dance. Man. You can, you can oh, dance no. with my sister. I'm well, not doing wow. this. Everybody know that I'm, I'm not really into the whole stripper thing. So, you know, we we uh, came out when our partners came into town. He was like, man, y'all come on out with me. I'm going to take y'all out. So we had no idea that they had converted this club into a strip club. Yeah. So we just walking into this random building. And it's just, you know, we get in there. We're like, maybe it's, what, four of us. And there are probably two other patrons. Yeah. <laughs> two other people to enjoy <laughs> themselves. It's more strippers than it is people. Yeah. So... We in there at uh, like five in the afternoon or something. No, it was literally nah. like two something in the morning. Yeah, on old national. Yep, and we oh, old national. And the Ritz. No, 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 no. The actual strip club. Yeah, it was. It was like a, a strip club that they I put on there. I can't. The one right there by the Ritz. Yeah, it was. It was where they had. It's put, all the way up there near Crow's Nest. It's, well, it's right gone now. But, East Side girl in the South Side world. Man, let me tell you something. So we go in there. We sit down. Beautiful girl. You know, she walk up to me. And um, looking like stretch marks and cigarette burns. No, no, she was she <laughs> was, was she a was, lot of cigarettes. That yeah, night. but they, wow. they was the the two decent ones, right? Yeah, they, they were the two pretty ones. So the the other one, she was an Amazon. Let me tell you something. <laughs> look, look, she was by six foot something. Snoo, snoo. And she was yeah, <laughs> snoo, she was snoo. thick, thick, but no stomach at all, no work, no body done, no no nothing. I'm talking about a straight all Amazon. Natural. My brother's eyes mean? got this big. He We're was like, whoa. Which, brother? We ain't going to say which one. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> 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 I mean, she came on over there. She did her thing. And so, you know, I'm like. She you know, shimmied for him. <laughs> she shimmied and shaped. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm getting up there. And I'm like, you, you ever been around cats? Cats want to be near the person that don't like the cat. And so every time I go in the strip clubs, I don't really care for strippers. Like, they had great people and everything, but I don't care for no lap dance and stuff like that. ain't my thing. So, you know, I guess they kind of see that, okay, well, he's not really engaged. Let me see if I can engage him. So girl come up, 
partner's like, look, look, man, I get you a dance. And I'm like, uh, I'm really not. He's like, nah, I get you a dance. So the girl dancing in front of me and everything. And I'm sitting up there looking at him. I'm like, look, uh, I really got to pee. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can dance. You can finish your dance with my sister. I'm finna go to the bathroom. She looked at me like, uh, is he serious? I think, yeah, he is. He <laughs> so I like strippers. Like yeah. that. His, but it, you're a nice girl. Well, Yanni and I are good people. We've, we've never <laughs> been inside of these uh, establishments. establishments. <laughs> it happened to just drive by a few of them. See well, the I have outside. been I in like, one. Like I have been in one. Swinging see, Richards. you've been corrupt. No, oh, God. Oh, see, see, it's coming on out. I've been in one. Man, maybe two. We're 15. What's <laughs> 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 I have right been now. to Swinging Richards before, and what? I have been to Claremont Lounge. Yeah, that one. Where well, the strippers go to uh, the retirement. Where they go, <laughs> yeah, where they go to die is what they oh, say. Oh, I was saying. No, no, that's what I have heard. Really? It is yes. But I heard. That, that's the, that's the, uh, the that's phrase for them. Go to die. But that's why I said we're going to say to retire. It, but yeah, you know what? I've, I've heard that people go there and have a ball. Yeah, you they have definitely can. He's not allowed to laugh either. So they I have a go. wealthy friend come in town. Get knocked uh, out. Literally, she has to go there. there. Really? Like he, you know, he flew in town with his partners, literally just to go there. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Yo, yeah. we're going over here tonight." I said, "Where are you going?" I, I never heard of it. He's like, "Yo, my friends, they, they came back in town last week. And they were laughing because they went to the Claremont Lounge. Like, it's the app." So if no one knows what the Claremont Lounge is, um, they actually built a new hotel on top of it here in the yeah. city. But the Claremont Lounge, I've never been to it, be honest with you, is the place is right on Ponce de Leon. And it's a strip club downstairs behind in the back of a building. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's like the after hour, after hour spot, apparently. Yes. Where I know when folks, when I was younger, when I was out doing my worldly activities for a few minutes. Man, heathen. <laughs> Straight heathen. Um, but I was heathen with the class. So <laughs> they would go after we would leave wherever establishment we were at that evening. They would say, yeah, we're going to the Claremont Lounge. Yeah. I always thought the Claremont Lounge was literally another lounge. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> and then they finally told me later on, oh, nah, man, we're going to another strip club. Oh, yeah, I'm not well, I'm let me let me give y'all a picture of what's inside. Yeah, okay, darkness. Exactly. So there's no there's no like pole. What the what? strippers dance on the bar? The bar is like like if you can picture like a mirror on the ceiling, and then the bar is like really shiny. Like coyote cowboy they, type girls. Not exactly. <laughs> they use the ceiling to like brace themselves. Wow. And. The song, like when they come up and the, the the they get announced, the song that they dance to is whatever they pick from the jukebox that is in front of the bar. Oh, there's no DJ. <laughs> what? Well, there is a DJ. He's a sweaty one. The last time I went, which was years ago, <laughs> real sweaty DJ. Maybe like on Saturdays, but not like on like the regular kind of other days of the week. Mm-hmm. You know, like Wednesday or so something. Flick a quarter into the jukebox. Puts her quarter in the jukebox, hops up on the bar, climbs up on the bar and does her thing. Some of them go all out and they give you like a whole dance. Some of them just flash their little cooch cooch. And that's it. That is her pearl box, ma'am. Oh, excuse me. Her pearl box. You don't do these things. (laughs) We have a little class over here. No cooch cooch. I am flabbergasted. You know, it's funny because like when people come to Atlanta, 
especially if they used to go into strip clubs everywhere else, they realize how free Atlanta is. They're like, whoa, wait right. a minute. We, we, it's everything. Yeah, it's, it's everything. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, and it's, it's like not, any city. It, yeah, it's, no. No, no, no. Nah, the, uh, most cities, not, most like that. states around the country, I think it's like three or four, are, are all certain things topless. you can't do it. Yeah. Everyone else, everyone most, I think it's like Vegas, Atlanta, New York, maybe one of the states. Everyone else is topless. Well, see, that's what I'm thinking is like the big cities, you know. No. No, no, no. No. Every place else. Except for like, this, the, like, I think the state of California, no, the state mm-hmm. of Vegas, Las Vegas, mm-hmm. whatever the place is called, mm-hmm. they're allowed to. New York, Georgia, those three states, every other place around the country, all you doing is walking in. Not even, not even Miami King of Diamonds. It's very different. They're not showing everything. I don't know, but all I know I is people come up here. People come up here to have a good time. Why do you think everybody coming oh, to Life of Strip Club? Or Houston. Houston. No. No. Wow, I did not know that. See, guess, guess we spoiled here for those that... Uh, but, you know, it really gets like to the point where it's not even a big deal for us. Yeah, about, just about to say the same thing. Yeah, it's not even a big deal. Be, oh, my God. I, but really? we from here. I'm it's from like here. I grew up with the, the same girl you That's grew up with. That's my auntie. I went to school with with, with Shaniqua, man. Yeah. Yeah. Learned, man. That girl, yeah. she talked too damn much. But you drooling over her. It's like eh, whatever. I guess because we're spoiled here in the South, because we're used to seeing beautiful women, and that's the crazy part. Like they bred like that down here, mm. and so you Call go to other places. Feds, For me, it's, it's not a big deal. Like when people say, "Oh, I need to find like." It's fine all through my family. It's fine all through my friend group. It's fine through all, all my schools. That that's nothing. You you can f- see fine. Like people will see people on TV and go, "Oh man, she's gorgeous." Like man, I seen a girl on a bus look ten times better than that. Home Depot. Yeah, yeah. Just you know, it's all over Atlanta, and now it's gotten to the point where people will come in, but it's like you know we've been had that. So a lot of things that people you know they come here for, it's amazing to them, but. They'll get snatched. Atlanta will snatch hold of them, and they won't go back home. <laughs> oh, in the words of Two Chains, I thought you went home. Uh, uh-uh, uh, I live here now. I, 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 I stay here now. God, I'm God. here now. <laughs> <laughs> I live here now. But it's not. Trust me. Don't don't believe all of the stories that you hear. You know. I mean, Atlanta has a lot of beautiful things to it. Mm-hmm. Atlanta has a lot of negative things to it. It, but the negative and the beautiful make this beautiful collage of this picture yeah. that makes Atlanta want you to come down to it. But what I tell a lot of people is that Atlanta is the place to come visit. Yeah. <laughs> Take your butt back home a lot of times because it, it it's it's a nice mirage, that's the word I want to use, where it makes it look beautiful. But when you get here and start working, people say, man, this is not what I thought it was. Nah, it's it's go ahead. go ahead. I don't understand I don't understand what people are coming for though, what they're expecting. I can't I'm gonna drop you one. Mm. So going back to we said this on the other show before. Again, once you start traveling on a regular basis, like I'm when I'm traveling, you see the differences in opportunities for black people. That's why so many black people are converting here. Oh, yeah. right. White people are converting here also, but they're converting again for opportunities. Right. So again, when I was I spoke about my nephew and I traveling out of Chicago and the disrespect level that was given to us as black folks. Yes. Versus being coming through Atlanta. Oh, yeah. And it's like, okay, it's black people everywhere. Right. And I remember I had a friend come down. He's an artist. He flew into town. I think he was from like Washington, one that tried the tri area, cross the area. Mm-hmm. And Chocolate City, that's where he's from, wherever Chocolate City is. And he flew in. And he's 
He's like, man, it's so many black people here. I said, what do you mean? You from Chocolate City? He said, man, yeah, you know, we we up there, but we ain't up there like this. Yeah, like you got all the plane, Trey, Troy, whatever. What's the comedian, Troy, whatever? The one who does the show, the Daily Show, Detroit, light skinned African. Oh dude. no, he's my Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah, if you the uh, the comedian show he just did here a couple months ago, on his show he opens up by saying, "Yo, man, this is Atlanta." He said, "No, I'm from Africa, but this is different here." He said, "I hopped off the plane." It was black people when I greeted you off the plane. He said, I went down, got in the cab. It was a black man picked me up. He said, I went to the hotel. with another black person. He said, damn, I felt like I was back in Africa for a few moments. <laughs> so, but that's know. true. And then black people are not just here. They're leaders. Yeah. They're running things. Yeah. You know, it's, it's no, when you go to other places and you try to start a business, you got to deal with a lot of bureaucracy. You got to uh, deal with a lot of racism. You got to deal with a lot of folks who don't want you where you are. With here, we're, we're very open, and a lot of people have not seen things on this level before. There's a difference. You in Atlanta, don't take your ass to Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta is the Vatican, you all. I understand that. Yeah. Black Vatican, that's a great way to do it. This is the Black Vatican. I want to say, because Atlanta has now grown, though my sister uh, or, or, or Moretta said that that's not Atlanta. Marietta, College Park, it still has Atlantis. It still blood has, in it. yeah, it still yeah. got Atlanta the blood it's in literally it. Yeah, Southwest Atlanta. Yeah, it is. But but we're just saying it's it's, it's Atlantis she in the is fact that ten. Years yeah, if if <laughs> you don't do like look look if you don't pay bills, <laughs> then you can't say what <laughs> something is or is not. It's not I'm saying that, but I'm talking about if we talking about oh, in really? the Atlantis is like Marietta, like it'll oh, still be Atlanta yeah. to me. But if you go outside of Marietta, like yeah. ten minutes above of Marietta. Like you're not in Georgia. Yeah. They're, they're from Atlanta and they live in Gwinnett. Yeah, but I'm saying, but that's still Atlanta. That's still Atlanta. That's still Atlanta for us. That's the Vatican still. That's still, still the Vatican. Yeah, you're still, still in the covering. But yeah, when you, you go out there to like, when you get out there to Canton. Yeah. And uh, 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 Cartersville. Yeah, all the places. Loganville. Uh, yeah, Loganville. You get up there, up there. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, look. Let's, yeah. let's, even say, let's even say, I don't know if y'all watched um, the news. But even though Decatur, the cap is a part of Atlanta, uh, Vatican area, but this is just <laughs> us giving examples of how you have to be careful outside around. Is that in Decatur the other day on the um, they did the, the Decatur police did this exhibition and they had people come out and test their guns. The firing target was a black man. Ain't terrible. Ain't that terrible? But again, Ain't that terrible. Where was this? This is in Decatur. Decatur. Like a lot of times, like when you go to the targets um, at a at a range, they have black target, right? And so, if I ever see anybody pull one up, I'm gonna make it my business to make sure I pull up a white target, right? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's and, and, and to see me shoot because I know how to shoot. That's <laughs> gonna scare you. And, you know, it's it's funny because my wife she didn't you know she she had never I took her to shooting uh, mm-hmm. last year for her uh, birthday, and so I taught her gun safety how to fire. And you know, you had all the hood dudes who, you know, <laughs> they like the 90s thugs. Got the gun cut sideways. <laughs> they try to show off for the girlfriend. <laughs> but, you know, I've been firing weapons for damn near what? Since I was, like, prof- like on a professional level as a soldier, since I was, what, 18. I'm 41. <laughs> so that, that's, that's, you know, second nature for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, when you see people who are openly racist and they use, here's the thing. You know what's funny in Atlanta or anywhere? White people can come into your neighborhood. They can 
they can gentrify black neighborhoods. Ain't nobody telling them they don't belong there. Ain't nobody telling them uh, you better not be out here when, when you come. Mm-hmm. But like all around the nation, it's sundown towns, and that's the same for Georgia. You go in the wrong neighborhood, you're going to feel the tension. You go in the wrong place, you're going to know that you ain't supposed to be there after dark. Mm. And so do not get Atlanta mixed with Georgia. (laughs) For your own safety, black people, be careful. If if they rap about it, you safe. Right. If they don't mention it, you you you're racially safe. If they rap about it, you safe. Once you get 30 miles outside of the perimeter of 285, they say you're free. Yeah, yeah, you're free game. Free game. The purpose of this again, we're talking about us, but I wanted to introduce you two people behind us because I want people to understand who you all are and what you do. Oh yeah, yeah, y'all talk about your background a little bit, man. This is cool to for them to see the smart, uh, uh, very what what um, varied skills and because this is a humble beginning show. Oh yeah, but as we grow. <clears throat> my mother and father always tells me you dance with the person who you came to the dance with and these are my sisters they will be dancing with us forever hey you know? one with the day one right <laughs> so I'm showing you them now but in the future it'd be hard to get to them because I guarantee you you have in some way seen or experienced their work in some kind of way they've had they've touched something that you've enjoyed, that you use. So y'all, I'm going to brag on y'all because they, they over there trying to be humble. <laughs> but humble. They, they've been involved in a lot of things, whether it's something digital, whether it's something physical, whether it's some, it's some type of something. Y'all, y'all talk about yourself a little bit. Yanni, you go first. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, okay, so Yanni is my name. DJing is, is a is game. game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DJing is my game. Um, I'm a DJ. Um. I've been a DJ now for about six years, which is crazy. Still feel like it's been three. Still learning a lot. But um, yeah, I'm a DJ. Um, I am a designer as well. Um, Talk about what you design. (laughs) My day job is a UX designer. So that means basically that on on a given website, depending on what it is, I'm one of the people that dictates what your experience is going to be like. So if you click on a button, what does that button do? What does it look like? Where does it go? And why? So, and that's just a small example. But photographers, well, I haven't done it as much lately, but I just like to dabble in things that are creative. So that's that's, kind of... She's being very humble. Very. (laughs) Um, You want to see her work in person? Just go on the internet. Yeah. And you're touching her work. That and uh, (laughs) this year she should be at the festival. I plan to give, ask her to do like a couple 20 minute session, whatever. She just gets up there and rocks the crowd. So Mm -hmm. I give her an opportunity to see her on a bigger level Mm -hmm. with a nice person behind her. But that's her. (laughs) She's very, they're very, I love them because they're very humble and don't like to brag. And this is what I love about this show is that it's a learning session quite often. But the people we've brought together for this show, very humble. We don't brag about a lot of stuff, even whatever we've done. And I'm learning. Like, I just learned that um, I, we're jokingly talking about Tim and his cr- correct enunciation, pronunciation <laughs> of words. And he says, well, guess what? 
I was talking about going to Toastmasters. Well, I took Toastmasters when I was 12 years old. <laughs> Lord Jesus. So, you know, and just for him to even say that was like, that's a lot. Because a lot of people don't know what that is. Yeah. But it's a very, very, very important program that if you want to learn how to, not learn, if you want to master the ability to talk to people and persuade them to do things and understand you, take Toastmasters. Mm-hmm. So... But the next up to the mic with a drum roll, I can't do it, um, is the Kiki. I don't do really know what to me? say. Okay, I'm going to start it off. <laughs> I never know what to say. I'm going to say this about Kiki that I love the most. The reason why, again, we brought these two people on here for specific reasons. Yanni, because she has a wonderful eye for meticulous things, just to make sure it's done correctly. And she helps us with the subjects and keeps moving along. Now, the audio and the production and how to stage it and make it look right, we reached out to the homie Key. And I didn't know this until like a few minutes into the show. I knew what she did on a professional level. Like, so she used to do this for the Falcons. Yeah. I was the first African-American black audio engineer. So you found out what to say. (laughs) That was a very proud moment for me. They had never had an audio, a black audio and lead engineer and then they never had a female on top of that. So when you were going to some Falcons games in the past, doing the audio, that's the homie Keela in the background doing it, making sure it's right. But then everybody knows the 85 South show. Number one show on Netflix right now. Right. She's in the background helping make sure that works. So That was fun. I miss you guys. So we bring together again. You never know who's in your sphere of friends, yeah, and the work that they do. So that's why we bring them on. So it's like, hey, we're just not doing this just because. Yeah, we're doing this because we got great people working with us. So I'm gonna shut the hell up though, because I'm talking too much. Yeah, because I want her to talk about some of her experiences on these shows. (laughs) Okay, so outside of all of that, (laughs) I'm a photographer and a singer. Mm -hmm. That's what my heart is. Hell of a singer Um, too. Photography is very fun for me. Product photography. <laughs> and um, singing is like my joy. It's, that's that's actually my gift. You have your gift and you have your talent. Actually, yeah, both of them, they they, they kind of merge together because singing is my gift and my talent. Um, yeah, and as far as like working on other shows, it was fun. It was a great experience. Um, I definitely miss everybody, but I definitely got a chance to dive in deep and learn a whole lot. Like, really, 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 really get out of my comfort zone and really learn, really immerse myself, really ask a lot of questions um, with 85 and with Renegade Culture and with More Than Culture, um, those three different podcasts. And now here we are with Cocktails and Conversations. And this feels a little bit more intimate because I actually know these people. I don't have to be, like, you know, on guard. Yeah. Um so much or making sure <laughs> making sure that I'm saying and I'm doing the right thing or you know just it's it's a, it's a little bit more freer yeah. um and that's that's the fun and that's the beauty in doing things with friends is that it can be a little bit you know freer a freer feeling um because there's no bar no hell but nobody say no holds but then at the same time oh yeah knowing how to like bring it all together like yo yeah. we gotta we gotta we can play all day, but we really got to like get this work and stuff done. Oh, She'll yeah. wrangle you in. Yes, the hell she will. I'm telling you. And I like this show <laughs> her will. because this is, like she said, the intimately knowing it's everyone. Yeah. We have 
excuse me, they have cursed me out. (laughs) 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 They have literally, Yusef, your words, partner. Come on, partner. And I had to finally explain to them, like, you know, because we're here, I I tend to speak like this a little bit more. I'm working on it still. But in public, no, I'm not. This is this won't come out. You all see in the future, I have some things I have to get into. And they're probably going to pull a lot of this yeah. for my next move in life. They're going to pull a lot of my cocktails and conversations and be like, well, he said that on this show. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, yes, that's where I was in that moment. <laughs> right. That's yeah. how I felt in that I'm moment. I'm going to stand on that, too. Yeah. But right now, that has nothing to do with the conversation. So, <laughs> but that's for the future. <laughs> but I, uh, we're here, man. And, and, and Tim, so I, I love this wrangling of friends because this is the idea that I started pre-pandemic and then we get to talk. That's all I like. Oh, yeah. It's 15, we get to talk. So I started pre-pandemic with this and it was like with another friend of mine and then we switched it out and then you see if you go look online we have season one of Cocktails and Conversation but in doing this I got to sit down and talk with Tim and I said this brother is phenomenal. Not like phenomenal woman. Phenomenal No, he's a phenomenal man. So, great brother. And, you know, with us being two opposites, but actually the same coin on two different sides, it was an opportunity for us all to come together. And, Tim, tell us about you. And I just be who I am. No, I am what I am. <laughs> you know... I, I have done done some of everything. Y'all know I'm prior military. Done done it all. Done done it all. Done done it all. I have uh, you know climbed the highest mountains and <laughs> I've traveled a little bit. You know I've done some of everything, man. I've been married multiple times. I done done it, done it wrong, and done it right. <laughs> Tell you something. Um, <laughs> no, but you know right now. I just want to say that I am enjoying myself uh, being able to speak to you guys every week. And um, just have everything that, that comes together. We we really get to talk about some real stuff because, you know, I done been out in the world and I done been with, close to God. Yeah, some of y'all know that I used to minister, you know, and um, I still I still speak. I think that all of us minister in our own way. And uh, it is my divine belief that your life should minister unto somebody and to be authentically you. If that's who you are, be yourself. To thine self be true. (laughs) And that's the only way to live. And a lot of times, a lot of people, they don't really know themselves. And I think a part of this uh, conversation, the cocktail of the conversation, is to get to know yourself. I hope that we're bringing up, you know, thought-provoking stuff. And sometimes I just want to make you laugh, you know. Sometimes things are just funny. Sometimes it, it, it ain't no punchline to it. It's just what it is. I want to reach down and get left <laughs> But, you know, I, I want to talk you yams. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you out there doing your thing, too, man. Man, I'm not important. I'm man, really yeah, not. Yes, y'all. You no, are important. I, I, I'm, I'm a brother to... You are I'm, special. I'm a brother You're to the... You're the only one. You're the only one like you. Yes. There With is the no other in the whole on. wide world that you can do the are. things you do. <laughs> I in am. the words of Barney. <laughs> <laughs> I am what I am. And I am. But I, and I love it. Um, I'm just Brother Yusuf. I mean, <laughs> you don't know me. Brother Noom says, says, sweet Brother Noom says, (laughs) I'm brother to the dark light right here. That's it. Um, I've had an opportunity to do a few things, but like I said, I'll deal with me more another day. I am thankful for this opportunity to have everyone to sit down and 
I can go so far with us, but as we said before, that behind, beside, and most times in front of, every good man is a great woman. So I have to ask your wife to say a couple words. Yeah, come on over here, baby. Because, you know, <laughs> at first, I ain't going to lie, y'all. And it sounds like some BS, but, you know, we have. To, I had to get permission from everybody to do this show because, you know, she might not want her boob out there whispering sweet nothing to somebody else. <laughs> and the microphone's like, ooh, who's that nice voice? So, but no, my, my sister, I, I love her because I knew Tim before Tim got married. And Tim quite often tells you by the time is, hey man, you gotta stop having sex. <laughs> yeah, you talking about? <laughs> I had muscles then, man. I right. Oh my god. Yeah, you talking about me? So oh you know, and, and him getting married and the maturity of it, it became him seeing a new light in self, and that new light became, I want better. I want. I want, I want what God wants for me. Because again, you weren't, as you say, you. I, was, I thought I was the man. They find out I wasn't man enough for this woman. <laughs> God, no wife, but my wife, my girlfriend. <laughs> so you know, oh my God. right? Then he, he, he became the man that was needed to be. Yeah. So his lovely wife, you know, she can bless us with a few oh, yeah, words. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Look at her, she's smiling. She's like, yes, it's me. We were actually just talking before we left the house. This year makes seven, seven years. Elevation, baby. Yeah. Being together. This will be our fifth year of marriage. Fifth year of marriage, seven years together. Yeah. Longest, happiest relationship we both have ever had. Mm. You know, yeah, I lasted all my marriages. Yeah, you did. All 17. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> <laughs> I passed the family she test, the, the family test, test, the brother test. Family mm-hmm. test? Yes. Um, our daughter is turning three years old in a few weeks. Yeah. And, you know, we're just enjoying life. Got big plans, you know, just uh, moving along and um, trying to get our businesses going. And, yeah, we're just we're just happy. It didn't start out that way. I gave him a very hard time. I tell everybody all the time I did not like him at first. He was, he was, he was a player. He was, he was. I just, I had, I pulled the truth out of him a little bit. He didn't, he didn't. He uh, little (laughs) stories come out here and there. You that know, was the old me of his, no. of his whoredom. That is not us. We now do these. He things. went through his whoredom <laughs> stage, but you know, God brought us together, and I love it. Whoredom. Yeah. My brother was not a whore. <laughs> my brother was a good holy a man. <laughs> oh my god. Keila Conley, what do you think about that? I don't think Tim was a pimp. No, man. I didn't look, think my, Tim was my a sisters pimp. wouldn't let me be great. <laughs> we wouldn't let, yeah, we wouldn't let any... I, I, personally, yeah, they, I wouldn't let anybody within three feet of him. And any him, <laughs> Terrence, any any of the crew, any, they came around. It was like me and our other friend. We just yeah. kind of ran, literally ran everybody off. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah, ran we, them off. We hit, well, you hit like, me away for about, what? Six months. About six months? Yeah, I had to hide you. I remember that. Yeah, yeah they I were trying to figure out. Literally <laughs> being in the car with him, and I was like, so, so, mm-hmm. what's her name? And he wouldn't say, I said, give me an initial. He was like, no. Yep. I was like, don't worry. I'll find out. <laughs> a location. And then when I found out your name was 
Yvette, uh-huh. I was like, how does she spell this? And I'm so like on <laughs> the internet, just like trying to type in, trying to find something. I'm like, where the hell is she? Yeah, he's we were hiding very careful her. with posting and he's pictures like, no, because I don't need to know. Make sure that everything goes right, and y'all say something and yeah. run her off. I'm like, <laughs> no, I, I love that he has family that that was that's actually like that with him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. because man, if I would have had that years before I met Tim, I would have went through a lot less heartbreak. So, yeah. you I know was, what? But I think I it's important it. that you have like. People around you that that look at you as you are, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Not, like people said, to see you greater than now. That's actually what you are. Like if it wasn't for Yusuf actually seeing me for who I am, it was like they really. I remember you know dating some other folks and stuff. Like bro, what are you doing? Yeah. Like let, let's sit down and have a conversation. And a lot of people they don't understand that men have men have those conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, men and women have when when you see your friend and you're like, wait a minute, what are you doing? Who is this girl? Mm-hmm. It was, I was dating this crazy girl, man, and her wig wasn't right. And, you know what yeah. I mean? It was it was like like when you look, you just look, man. Look, I, I see that ass, and you know, you, you know. You, but but a woman understands that women keep themselves a certain way, right? They the way that they act, and like when women care about their the men that's in their life, they're not gonna wait you. You ain't gonna mess up the family. <laughs> Who are you? Where yeah. you come from? Right. It's like we talk about breathing. Yeah. And that's what a good family does for you. When we we people understand we breed dogs. Yeah. But we don't breed humans. Ain't that crazy though? We just we, we go through all types of stipulations. Let me see the papers on dogs. Mm-hmm. What it look like? Is it purebred? You will go yep. through all these things to find out. What is, what is the genetic traits of a dog? But you ain't. Even but yet you still gonna lay down Miss Fat Booty. Yeah. And then find out if she. And her, it's the gray sweatpants. I don't lay down gray sweatpants. <laughs> 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 so you know you don't find out. Can they read? Yeah. What's cancer like in their family? They ain't even got no papers. Right. You know, you know, <laughs> they ain't even legal. How many folks are they legal? Yeah. You know. You know how many people in their family in jail? Yep. What's the, the psychological makeup of yeah, the family? People don't ask questions like that anymore. Exactly. And you know what? It, when it when someone cares about you, they gonna jump on the internet and find out for you. Um, okay, you ain't yeah. finding out, but I'm finna find out. You know they got a felony, right? You know what I'm saying? You talking about you going out of the country? They can't even leave the state, man. <laughs> Hold on, they can't leave the county. They got a curfew. They do that. That ain't no jury. That's an ankle bracelet. Black thing on his leg. It just looks funny. You know what I mean? and, and you know one thing that I love about like we we say family, but a lot of people don't even realize that we're not related. Like a lot of people don't know that we're blood related. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. forgot they're not brother and sister because the, the, the story. I know people were sitting there like, "How the hell is he going to a strip club with his sister?" Like, oh my, get this <laughs> club dance. They're not blood brother and sister. Yeah, but, but like, yeah. here's the beauty in having true friends. That's the family you choose. Yep. That's the family that you choose, yeah. and you really got to be. You know what? I, I love. Uh, we were watch, used to watch the show together. Everybody, uh, insecure. And Issa Rae said something that was beautiful. She said that you don't need to go out and meet all of these Hollywood directors and stuff. Your friends have skills around you that you're not utilizing. And one thing about, like, if you're listening and you think about, well, my friends ain't got nothing. You got the wrong wrong friends. (laughs) You have a completely wrong set of friends. And you need to reevaluate everything you're doing in life. Exactly. Everything needs a, a, a clean sweep. Because if you sitting... In the trap house, and they sitting in the trap house. 
Y'all in the trap, first Y'all of all. Y'all literally <laughs> trapped. It is literally called a trap house mm-hmm. for a reason. Y'all are mentally trapped. And you know what? Sometimes the trap house might be a dead-end job. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or it might be the area. Like, let's be honest. Let's let's be real honest. Some people are stuck in these slow towns, and they're being stagnant. Ain't nobody their age there. Mm-hmm. Everybody got the same mindset. Yeah. The whole There's one family that run where they are, mm-hmm. and they need to come to Atlanta. Yeah, they need to they need to travel. They need to get out of where they are. Some people are in Atlanta right now, mm-hmm. and they stuck around the same family members, the same groups, yeah. and they trapped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the rapper Suki Hana, she was born in I think what is it Nebraska, and she said the part of Nebraska she was born in. She said, my mama literally packed up everything, packed up me, packed up my brother, my sister, and just got the hell on. And they were like, well, why? And she said there literally was nothing. There and her mom was like, "I'm not raising my child in this environment yeah. where there's no growth, there's no right. mental growth, there's no no anything for them to look forward to at the end of the day. There's but, nothing." But see, mm-hmm. like we said before, when you know, like the, I, I love that saying because it's been told to me so much in my life that nine people hang together, you start hanging with them, whatever it is, you become. Mm-hmm. So either you have a circle of Friends, or you have a cage. Yeah. Whoa, that's a bar. Yeah. Bars. That is a bar. <laughs> but honestly, this it, we really have to be uh, pay attention to. You know what? What you were saying earlier about packing up and leaving. Yeah. That reminded me of what my wife did. You know, um, what she told me about. You know, a lot of us are looking for that opportunity, mm-hmm. but it ain't where you at. Right. You got to get there. And, you know, stuff uncomfortable for them for a reason. Mm-hmm. That job uncomfortable for a reason. Yeah. Uh, those family members, you know, it's uncomfortable for a reason. That blunt you smoking ain't comfortable no more. Mm-hmm. When Because growth, whenever something has to grow, like if you look at something, you get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. When, you're, when you're adolescent and you, you get uncomfortable, your clothes don't quit, fit quite right. Mm-hmm. When you are a snake. That skin don't feel right. They got to edge up out of that skin. You got to get you got to get up out of it because you're you're bigger than what's withholding you. Yeah, right. And so I'm so glad to be able to, to meet everybody here. You know what I mean? Because everybody here has been with me at a time where I was uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and they saw something better in me. They saw something greater in me, and we continue to push one another. You know what I mean? And if you ain't got you one, go get you one. Go get you an A1 day one. And if, even if you don't have people, well, well I, I don't like to meet new people. Well, you knew. Right. You knew to them. You know what I mean? You right. better go out there and meet because there's somebody out there who need a friend like you. That's right. You but know? also what happens, you just made a very significant point about meeting some people and get your A1. So one, in the circle of comfortability is death. Yeah. Because there's no growth. Outside of comfort is growth, like you said about that snake and that tarantula, shed that skin. But also, when you say go look for one, a lot of times we have a person like that in our life. Don't even recognize them. We don't recognize them. Oh, that person gets on our nerves. I don't Mm -hmm. like that person. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're always pointing something out about you that you don't like. And too often you take it as they're being too critical and they're being just an ass and whatever. But God may put that person in your life as a reminder to say, do better. Yeah. Well, don't the word, word say yeah. steel sharpen steel? All day. And it says that the wounds of a friend are true. Yeah. And my thing is, Bars. I'd rather you wound my pride than me go out there and get killed by something because I'm not there. Oh. I don't understand that. And it's like, okay, well, you know what? 
you got a gambling problem. You drinking too much. You you know what that job that you are? You was a hoe. <laughs> what, what, what you talking about? Right. Because that can destroy you. That can destroy you. Like we in Atlanta. Let's be real. We in Atlanta. Sex here is everywhere. But the dangers of sex is not just STDs and babies and stuff like that. The dangers of sex, you can connect yourself with somebody and you be missing your blessing around the corner yeah. because you're connected to this person and they're keeping you from what you should be. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. being connected with that person. Mm-hmm. Just, just expending your energy on something that you shouldn't have time for. Mm-hmm. Just that, 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 that friend that keep telling you, why are you dressing like that? Mm-hmm. Why are you over there? Why are you doing, you know what? Your hair ain't right. You're not speaking right. Right. You, why you keep eating that? Why you ain't went to the gym? But I don't like that because she keep telling me she this keep, every time. She keep, she always critical of me. me. Right. He always got something to say because they see better in, in you. you. Yeah. That's it. And they they see where you're supposed to be. A lot of times people see, wait a minute, why are you on the ground? You got wings. Why are you walking around? Come on. Why are you pecking on the ground? Mm-hmm. Why you ain't jump? Why you ain't flap? Because they see what you are. You don't. And a lot of times we want to stay up in College Park. We want to stay up in Decatur. But they see, wait a minute. You ain't even supposed to be in Atlanta. Why you not in South Africa? Why you ain't took that trip? Why you ain't went ahead and completed your degree? Why you ain't went for that management job? Why you ain't started your business? Because they are stagnant and don't want to grow. And like you said, stagnation equals death. death. D-E-A-F. Death. Death. Not D-E-A-A-A. F T H whatever, <laughs> but death. <laughs> we won't not, not that weed that uh, what's the name? What's the name? <laughs> but death. Yeah, I'm sorry, mess with you. Go ahead, Keila. Oh, no, I was gonna say I read something earlier. Um, they were saying that God will send you two things, and may send you two people at the same time, and one may be the death of you, and one may be the the rebirth of you. But it's up to you to figure out Ooh. which one it is. Mm. And you may not know. You may not know in the beginning. They said, but you got to be careful. You need to learn how to like decipher between if it's a blessing or if it's a curse. Because God is in two completely different people to you at the same time. I, I, I will, do not know. I'm mm. gonna go ahead and put a curve on that one. Because mm-hmm. the reality is that you know very soon enough. Oh yeah. You know yeah. it doesn't take long mm-hmm. because God has sent you what you these two people. Yeah. I'm gonna send you what you want. Mm-hmm. And what you need. And, what you need. Yep. and these are the two things. Yep. And you have to be mature enough to say that I give myself. Can Yusuf give a Yusuf? So, wait, 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 wait. A long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> long, long, long time ago. Long, 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 long time ago. Mm-hmm. I met this young lady. Gorgeous in every way. Nice sister. But was not the person for me. Mm-hmm. Spirit was just... It just... Every, it's like down, every time, no, no, no. It's every, the, the saying that every time God will enter, every time you try to do something with them, it always turns out wrong. Mm. And that becomes that thing. But you like them so much that you continue to do these things. Mm-hmm. But that's that want right there. Yeah. But the need was a nice, humble, good spirited young lady I met who was doing well. She just was just calm. I just was like, all right, cool. But that want over here kept attracting. Mm-hmm. And in the end, the want burned me. Not physically. Thank oh, God. Oh, let it burn? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, hell no. I'm good on that one. I ain't never had I'm good. But the want that burned no, no itches. <laughs> no, I'm talking about, we're talking about the heartbreak that hurt. Oh, yeah. That, that burned. Where, I'm, now, shout out to our partner, Rasu. Oh, my God. I was so hurt. 
And my boy, again, having good friends around you. Yeah. He saw it was like, yo, partner, I ain't never seen like you this a day in your motherfucking life. <clears throat> Dog, whatever it is, let's go. So he became a brother to me and was like, look, we're going to go out of town. We're going to do something because this is crazy. But at that moment, I had to sit and pray and get back to God. But the whole thing was the two that are being presented to you, a want and a need. Yeah. And choosing wisely. I just wasn't advised. <laughs> you know, it, ain't that funny how, like, he can show you something? And what it is, he's developing that wisdom. You know what I mean? Everybody that got fooled before, you're like, oh, man, that look good right there. You know what I mean? Then Ooh, next thing you know, yeah. man, please, it, it look good. Yeah. <laughs> and that's all, that's just what it looked like. <laughs> I recently got bamboozled by a preacher. Oh, man. <laughs> about it. Let's, 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 let's edit that part out. <laughs> no, we didn't, we didn't say his name. We didn't say his name. I know. It's a joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, shut up. Right. Right. Yeah, I, re- I recently got bamboozled by a preacher, and I kept thinking, like, says it again. wow, <laughs> one day... One day I really want, I told myself when I was younger, like one day I'm going to go older and I'm going to marry a preacher. I'm going to marry somebody in religion. That was my whole thing. And then I met him and I already knew him and I was like, this is perfect. Oh, this is everything I wanted. And he was out here selling drugs and slanging his booty cheeks booty cheeks from one end of Atlanta (laughs) to the next. And I'm just like, Lord, like I told him, I told him straight up. I said, this you're the worst mind. preacher I've ever seen in my life. I said, you really need to pray. I said, like, you seriously need some help. I said, God is going to literally punish you. Don't go on the internet looking for no pictures, people, please. <laughs> like, oh, I don't post pictures in the I, That's my point. Like, don't yeah. go looking for it. Don't try to put a puzzle piece map <laughs> together. Because you're not going to figure it out. Figure and, it. And what she was talking about was not real either, people. And yes, the, the hell it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really want to talk about that because yeah, yeah, this, this so is like it's happening now. But no, it's good that you yeah. saw from the from the beginning. Thank you, y'all, y'all. Right. Yes. That happening. You you identified <laughs> that something was not right. This yes. is going down. You did not get deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that just goes to show where your heart is because. And here's the thing. H- happy birthday. <laughs> oh, today's his birthday did. too. Now she yeah. did. Check this out. Good Lord. But this is this is one thing that oh, we we talked about discretion because like girl, anytime that you post something that they not ready for, like with <laughs> y'all, y'all don't even know what's going on in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> they ask me what I do and what I do and, uh, and how I come up with this shit. Oh, I'm what is going on right now? All I want for my birthday <laughs> is a preacher that don't cheat. <laughs> don't sell drugs either. <laughs> but no, nah, no, nah, it, it's it's cool. It's funny that you said something about not posting. Like when the relationship was fresh with me and my wife, I ain't post nothing. You know what I mean? You couldn't. You, 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 when it was fresh, you, you still getting to know each other. Yeah. And a lot of people nowadays, every time that they're doing something, they're posting it online. Yes. You know what I mean? I think that was you talking about like how you can put together somebody's house right. by what they post. Yeah. You can put put together their whole yeah. life and their kids and everything, and you can sit up there. If you are a nefarious individual, you can really plot against somebody like that. And there I are knew there. a person named Nefarious. Look at them words, <laughs> Nefarious. I like that. I like that. Let me tell you, if you break out a dictionary, you leave with the elevated vocabulary. <laughs> Listen to cocktail yeah, conversation. That's what it's about. But you know, I, 
as as women, especially women of caliber, like women, women, <laughs> ladies, ladies. <laughs> no, honestly, yeah. but like as as ladies that have like a substance, mm-hmm. like what do y'all think about what's going on with the the new Atlanta and like the the new generation and how people are carrying themselves now that the you know the internet is so prominent. Oh, mm-hmm. they they cooking something. Very ghetto. Wouldn't recommend. We gonna bring that back out. This world. Oh no, really? Right. It is. There's no. (laughs) There's no discretion. There's no. Pride. There's no class. Oh man. It's just. It's sad. Like there's no. There's no pride in in what they do. It's just stinky. Like my my mama called it NCAA. No class at I'm all. Hot, so I'm a hot girl. It's hot girl summer. It's it, just, and that's all you hear. Yeah. It's like there's nothing. Everybody's the same. There's no difference yeah. in every single person that you see. It's a lace front. It's a bright color. It's the baby. The baby. <laughs> uh, what do you call it? the baby hairs? Baby, baby hairs. Baby hairs. Baby hairs. Getting bigger. Like, it's, getting like they look exactly. We are the same. cookie cutter versions of each other over and duplicated over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Because no one has given a better example mm-hmm. of what to be. And you know what? I was watching Beyonce or um, Beyonce's daughter on Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy. That's a beautiful young lady. Mm-hmm. She is. Just like her damn daddy. Um, and, <laughs> and she does. She looks like just like her dad. But when she was up there performing with her mother. And I looked at her and I said, her mother has her fully dressed. Yeah. Yes. yes. She is dancing, but she's not doing all the gyrating stuff. But her mother, yep. if you even look at the times I've seen, I think I've seen her one time, maybe twice, Beyonce, when her daughter's on stage when she was like in a bikini. But most times I see when Blue Ivy's on stage, Beyonce's dressed now. Yeah. Yeah. Her little leotard, she, or whatever. She's, because she she knows and she understands that she's at the age now where she's really paying attention mm-hmm. to her. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. what is she nine, ten years she's old? 10. That's when she's you know. Girls tall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's she's very tall. Plus, she's like fourteen. Damn. No. She, no. She's, 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 she's Beyonce young. is five seven. Jay Z is six three, and Blue Ivy is literally five seven. And you I know what's what's crazy tall, about it is yeah, you're right, man. When when you see, here's what I think. It's it's not like. It's because you have a child watching mm-hmm. or anyone else watching. What do you think about yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, when I, when I see people walk out of the house, like, when you think about the caliber of person that you are and how you display yourself, what you speak to yourself, what you allow to enter your brain. Like, when we're looking at a lot of people walking around, and we can't just say it's new kids and old kids. Or, you know, it's everybody. What are you allowing yourself to see? Yeah, but that's just the, this generation. It's it's not the same as ours. We had so many beautiful black women and strong, smart black men to look up to when we were younger. Yeah, like what do they have now? Like, and they're still, you know, Doctor Umar. They're still, you know, strong black men that and that depends on what you, what you think about out right. there right now. But <laughs> I'm just saying, like our generation, like it was just in front of us all the time. Well, there was a lot of struggle to get that in mm-hmm. front of us. Like, honestly, when, when you look at it, we had just came from, you know, all you seen was shucking and jiving. Right. And all you saw was like pimps and, and hustlers. hustlers. And, you know, it was the same thing back then. It's who controls what you see. 
And the other thing is, what do what will you decide to mimic? What will you decide is important? That's it right because there, when we grew up, we was in the nineties, eighties, and nineties. Mm -hmm. So we had like uh, other things that were going on where there was a movement toward back, like excellence. Yeah, mm -hmm. we could turn on a TV and there was a different world, right? Mm -hmm. And you saw black people going to colleges, and you saw mm -hmm. positive black uh, relationships, and you saw where people were making things of themselves. Even when we were funny, it was in a very authentic way. When you were watching Martin, you got to see mm -hmm. true friendships. Mm -hmm. You got to see people caring about their mamas and people involved in the churches and all the things that go. When right. you saw in Living Color, you got to see black people who had ownership of something, mm -hmm. right? right. When, when we looked at even hip-hop in the 80s and in the early 90s, it was saying something, right? Yeah. And you had, a, mm -hmm. you had a plethora of things to, to look at. Even when, when you had singing groups and not just singing individuals, but mm -hmm. you had a group of people, so that shows you group dynamics. So you can see yourself within that group, someone within that group, and mm -hmm. you can see the power of what it took to, to have a Wu-Tang Clan mm. and not just Wu-Tang Man. You know what I'm saying? Right. You you saw the power of a like a salt and pepper and spinderella, and you saw the fun that you could have, and you saw the seriousness. You saw a the thing is, black people are not a monolith. You right. saw a, a complete diversity, and you saw how how we can be fine-tuned. You saw how you we could be serious, and you saw how we could play, laugh, and be goofy, and you can so, see how threatening that we could be. Right. And you saw how brilliant. That's the part of our brilliance, our excellence, is our diversity. But what happened? Man, everything got streamlined to the lowest Social chakra. Social media happened. I, I, so, so <laughs> this is that, that's what happened. Go ahead. This I is say social because engineering. we. So I think social social engineering and and social media because now what it did was a lot of those shows got taken away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Generation Z now, who's come up behind us, they didn't grow up exactly with those same examples when, right. when they were coming up. They came up in more of like the Disney era where characters were starting to be molded in, in more Controlled. restrictive ways now where yeah. you're stripping away the and, and, and turning black people into the monolith characters. that you think that they are. Yeah. So you no longer have like the dark skinned women in videos. Yeah. Yeah. You no longer have um you no longer have um strong black man leads. You no longer have um these other examples that color us. You you have like just one main thing, one main thing that we think that's beautiful and one main thing that we think is is you know supposed to be strong or something. Mm -hmm. And with social media today the kids who are coming up now don't really have that to look at anymore. I mean, they've got TikTokers to look at now. You know, we don't know anything about those TikTokers in their lives, and they're definitely not cultivated, not all of them, but a lot of them are not cultivated in a way that is to push something positive. Yeah. You know, it's about money. It's about getting women, and it's about getting your body done. It's, and I hate to yeah. just make it, put it in that one box, but like that's all that's they are is. seeing. That's what it is. That's all we're doing. You this. know what? It's literally, they have reduced black people down mm -hmm. to the sins that God hates. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it's pride. Damn. It's literally, it's pride. It's vanity. Yeah. It's greed. Right. It's uh, seven uh, sins. It's uh, uh what, what's the, the other lust? Which is right. controlling the it's, media. It's all of the sins that God media. hates. And then, and that's what the we we can't say we've been reduced to. It, but what it is is that's what they shine so the light have, on. Go back and we study the nineties. I love how you just put that. 
I want to talk say, about all the black excellence that we had in front of happiness down. But the black excellence was not just in front of us, it was in front of so who? Everybody white else. Every for everybody, but in particular right. white folks. White so I remember this was a very, very big thing that they put on. And it was sublimely put out there. But that's how they that's how the media drops stuff that has to yeah. be taken in. Like they say, the dog whistling. The dog whistling is goes on every level. So the dog whistle that they did for white folks in the 90s, when remember when, um, I don't know if anyone remembers, but you'll be old enough to remember, when Bush was running for president, and when Bush was running for president, I look at you all stroking. Uh, you have to, I, I love seeing Tim's wife. Like, it's always a beautiful thing. It, love, it's, it's just love, a happiness. Love. What is love? You know, we're going to do that. We're going to do that for our next show. What is love? Anyhow, so, um, don't hurt me. No more. Um, so, going back to that one. Um, but the thing about that, when Bush was running for president, they had, they went into this white, to this white, suburban white group, white neighborhood. And it showed two pictures to these white kids, Bush and Michael Jordan. The kids was like, who was that? Mm. That's Michael Jordan. Yeah. Who was that? They did another one. I think with Mike, Michael Jackson at that point. All the, the mics were all important at this point. Yeah. So again, they know the blackface, but this white man that's supposed to be in control of all these niggas, your own white children don't even know who they are. Yeah. We now need to change the narrative because now our children's, because they went into these neighborhoods. This is a literally like a 60, 60 minute thing. They went into the homes on the wall. They took off the new kids on the block. They took off all of They have black posters all over the place. Oh, yeah. So again, your children are not idolizing white America. They're idolizing black America. And so they have to change what they see. The narrative. Black and you know, it's, it's ridiculous when we look at it because- you know, who, uh, Donald Glover, uh, Childish Gambino, he said something that was Stay very woke. important. And this is uh, before Insecure came out. But he said, he said, America's never seen, really seen black people. They, they don't know what black people are because mm. everything that you see goes through a white lens. Yes, that's Filter. a fact. That's yes. yes. Because if you're yes. not authentically you without any other involvement, you don't see what it is. Mm. It's like, most people, like, you know, we don't eat meat. Most people don't know what broccoli tastes like. No pork in your fork. Most people don't know what the actual foods taste like mm -hmm. because they've never had it. You know, a lot of us in America, we've never had real food because, especially the new generation, because some of it is not even real food. It's not mm -hmm. even real vegetables. They don't know what it tastes like without cheese on it. Mm. They don't know what it tastes like without all this heavy salt or, or, or seasonings and all. You don't Processed. know what it actually tastes like. Yeah. You've never had actual food. And if it came out of a box or a bag, it ain't food. And so a lot of us are malnourished. It's just like social media. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, social, it's engineered, but we never ask who to engineer. Anything, if the creators of what you call Instagram and everything else, all these social, if they, they don't allow their children to be on the things that they created. That's like if you're a chef and you are banning your children from eating your food. You got to look at it with a question at that point. Yeah. So when you have the creator say, man, I do not. When they have made public apologies for literally hacking our brains for what they're creating, then you have to look at, well, what you created was literal poison. Yeah. And the other thing is when we're looking at 
black people, when we're looking at people as a whole, and you're saying, wait a minute, if this being engineered, this is not how black people are because I'm seeing it through a filter. I'm seeing something that was manipulated and changed, and I've never really even seen what black people are. But, so, it's not always that we don't see what black people are. It's the light is not shining on what the real black folks are. Because yeah. mm. when you have, yeah. like, I would say Huey Newton, but, like, the Marcus Garveys, you have the Malcolm X, you have the Minister Farrakhan, you have the um, Noble Juarli, all these great men that were in our black history, the Martin Luther King, when they were alive, the light was just never given to them because that is the example of what a black person was. And they don't want you to wake up and see that. Man, look, I'm going to give you one better. Go ahead. I'm going to give you one better. Like, when you, we're talking about the light, but when you get to just see- give me the light. <laughs> <laughs> but like, whenever you turn on something, America is great at marketing. Might not be good at nothing else but marketing. The they got damn best that. marketing company in the world. Because if I can control your mind, I can control everything. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what's powerful about white people. Go ahead. Is because you don't have to see a white person who's famous. They show you a regular ass white person. Mm -hmm. They show you a, a, some random white person being a, a father or a family yeah. or working a regular job. And you say, that's American. Whenever you have to see a black person, they have to reach a certain echelon. Mm -hmm. And now they represent all black people. And when you see a white person, you just see regular, random white person. Mm -hmm. And they, you see them as human. That's the difference. For us, we have to be superhuman or extraordinary. Or magic. Yeah, well, exactly. We got to be mag the magical magic. Negro. Mm -hmm. yep. We're always these, these, uh, 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 these caricatures when it's the regular black person that's really the hero yeah. because there's nothing regular about them. The thing is, in our regular everyday, here, white people make money off of our regular culture. Every day. Things yeah. that so just come naturally for us. Yep. Yeah, like Bruh. we used to have battle oh raps at lunch in the, in the restroom. Mm -hmm. That's a regular part of, now they have made it to where, okay, not even black people are the ones monetizing off of yep. the battle raps. They're getting paid. That's such a problem. You see what I'm saying? Our, our culture has always been, and that's all over the world. Our yeah. dancing skills. Yeah. You go on these, you, you go, you all the- All over the oh, world. China. Challenges. We make most of these challenges, but who's the ones getting highlighted? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's these white folks, these Chinese folks. Highlight like I've, I've seen it show up in Indian culture, hip hop dance contests in the world, and over it's there. Right. all like, black cultures. Yeah. They do that too yeah. because there's even um, shout out to the Caribbeans. There's even <laughs> there's Rasta. even oh a, she's Caribbean, so yeah. let's, let's go ahead and yeah, Rasta man. <laughs> there's even a a, a subsect of um of like a like an Asian soca community where they mm. do the thing where they play mass. And they have the costumes and they dance to the music. Some of them even make their own soca music songs. Mm -hmm. So black culture is something that truly permeates worldwide. Yeah. And we really don't realize it. We don't understand it. And I think sometimes we don't do our due diligence to protect it. And I don't mean in a way where like, oh, I don't want those people to do it. But I mean, in, a, in terms of how you regulate, in terms of how you... Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you see how other people are making money off of your culture. 
yet they don't like you. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. And then no other culture around really allows that to happen. Yeah. And it's it's kind of the blessing and the curse of us because we're really like we're really open to people. We're really we're we're an open people. We always embrace everyone. We always want everybody to come to cookout. But hmm. where that can kind of be our Achilles heel a little bit, which you know can cause some of what we're seeing today, is you know we led too many people kind of yeah, in a little bit. I'm going to speak on a fundamental level. You know this might be controversial, but the hell with it. Look. Black people are the original people. That's not. That's yeah. not. Just, that's, that's, that's not right. controversial. That's, right there. that's no, a that's DNA right. fact. Yes. That's true. That's a, so you're talking about the original being, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not. And what it is is everyone else comes from us. Mm-hmm. We're the original beings of the planet. Period. Mm-hmm. We're the, the, the Homo sapien is literally the black, the black being. That's what human being is. Mm-hmm. Now everyone else is some type of other form of us. And the thing is, this world is abundant. We operate as an original being directly from God. So when he said, I'm making man, he's making black man. And I'm not talking about race. This is before there was a such thing called black man. He made human being, which just so happened to be original man. And when God made this planet, he made it abundant. There is no lack on the planet. If you have lack, that means you don't know your planet. There's always abundance. There's always more than enough. And so when we create, it's we do just like our father does. We create and it's for all and everybody. There is no monetizing on it because what we see is just what we are. We just are being ourselves. Mm. See, the thing is, when you're copying something and when you're monetizing on something and when you think that there's because you have a lack, because you're not operating from your being. And that's the thing about what we don't understand, what a lot of those don't understand, what I'm talking about, is everyone else on the planet is another dissemination of us. They have other DNA that is not human being. And that's a DNA fact. You can go back and see where people, where the Chinese know what tribe they come from. The original European is black. The original American, in the, people don't even know that America is one of the oldest lands of existence. They were black. The whole planet is black. Darkness, everybody. There was no, there was no Puerto Rican, <laughs> Chinese, Russian. No, God said human being. It was just human being. They were popping out like gremlins. And, <laughs> oh my God. and so when we're looking at other people that's saying that, hey, we're monetizing, that are monetizing on culture, what are they doing? What it is, is the, the earth gives. The earth doesn't look to make money off of its corn, its fields. Because why? The earth just does. The earth been had plants before there was human beings. It didn't need human beings to have crops. It didn't need human beings to create. It, you, you see what I'm saying? It just created. And we behave like our creator. And see, what it is, is we are dealing with something that does not recognize what it is. We're dealing with people that don't recognize where they come from. They don't recognize who they are and what the what the the main root is. And so when you're dealing with someone that doesn't understand, they operate from lack, whether it's a lack of understanding, whether it's a lack of resources. And that's why I look at some. we of course, we have to protect it. But the best way to protect something, 
The best way to give something is to understand knowledge. Because when something faces, when, when in the face of truth, right, mm-hmm. lies can't stand. Not at all. When you're in the face of truth, it, it, when, that's just like darkness cannot exist in the presence of light. It ceases to exist mm-hmm. at all times. That's why, you know, people are like, why did you name yourself Dark Shine and Light? It has a deep meaning. Because out of the darkness came the light. But if you don't understand or overstand or comprehend what I'm talking about, read a little bit. Yeah. Read a little bit. Well, anyway, that was deep. Well, <laughs> my, my name ain't that deep. It's just Yams Christian. <laughs> <laughs> my name and my work behind it. So we out here. Um, and we're going to actually want to start shutting this down. Yeah, and uh, thank y'all for, excuse me, I thank you all for tuning in. And yeah, <laughs> I thank you all for tuning in. And um, we're not gonna close. I'm gonna give Yanni and Key some words, and everyone else. Yeah, you go say something. And then Yanni, all these wise. <laughs> I love doing this with you guys. I love the the commentary. I love the strong black man lead that you guys <laughs> are just going forward with, and and I love the positivity that you guys are putting out there. Just please keep going. Striving to be on the right path. Secondly, basis. I ain't even try to daily. I over here kissing. I <laughs> <laughs> give me some good sugar. Sugar. I ain't got none. Um, <laughs> Kiki, do you love me? Keep spilling this mic. Kiki. Drop some words of advice. Variety right beside you. But for your words, talk to words me. Words of advice. Whatever. I mean, Whatever. calls it out. It's Bless the mic. Oh. Be graceful, go forth and prosper. Be Amen. gentle with yourself. That is all. I didn't know what that meant. I thought that was some Star Wars <laughs> shit. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead, girl. So what I'm going to say is what one of my favorite podcasters used to say. This used to always be his sign-off. Um, his name is Combat Jack. Rest in peace, Combat Jack. He would say, dream them dreams and then man up and live them dreams because a life without dreams is black and white and the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. I like that. Wow. RP Combat Jack. Wow. Combat Jack. Did he ever fight in a war or something? Did he just took the name? No, that was just his his name. (laughs) All right, my brother, Tim. Look, man, the the women said it all. I'm not even going to speak on it. Y'all just sip on it. Just sip on these words, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. This is episode 15 for us like I said we just came out here to introduce you all to the people who are helping us stand stronger and main thing see we ain't sexist we, 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 we talk we don't never talk sexist like that we have some black women women's women's <laughs> women 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 women, women. <laughs> my man, black women they out here helping us to stand stronger I'm not standing on their shoulders we're standing beside them and thank god for these opportunities and you know we out of here we're gonna take a sip on this uh juicy juice (laughs) (laughs) and we out be easy family see y'all next week bye how's it this is yusuf muhammad yams creation this is cocktails and conversation that you're listening to Tune in every Friday at 7 p.m. on all streaming platforms like follow, share, tell somebody, tell somebody, tell somebody. Look forward to you joining us.